Welcome to this episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Walker. I work with the San Antonio Council on Alcohol and Drug Awareness, or CICADA. I'm the coalition coordinator for Kendall County. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, promote awareness of resources for Kendall County, and to connect people. I have lived in Kendall County most of my life, and I have a passion for this county. I hope you find this podcast helpful, and thank you for listening. Today, we're going to be talking with Jay Meckel. Oh my gosh, we just went over this. How do you say it again, Jay? McElhenney. McElhenney. Okay. That's it. I apologize. I apologize, uh, listeners, but um, I'm horrible at pronouncing names. And Pete Swanson. So Jay and Pete are both uh, from the St. Mark Presbyterian Church in Bernie. And they're going to talk about an upcoming mental health awareness event that is going to be sponsored by their church. Um, and they are, they're leading it. So they're in charge of this. And um, so this is going to be coming out uh, November 1st. Uh, and so anybody who, and we'll talk more about this event. So anybody who's listening that is in the area, um, we want to encourage you to come to this event. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, so we'll start with Jay and then we'll go to Pete and we'll just kind of go back and forth. But um, what has been your most enjoyable job so far and how old were you? And if it's your most current job, you do not have to tell us how old you are. Okay. Well, first of all, Audrey, Aubrey, I'd like to just say thank you for inviting us on to your podcast. Pete and I have been working on this um, project for a little while, and we think it's going to have a real impact for the community. So we're excited to share it with you all and your listeners, and we're hoping to do some good in the community. That's what we're all about here. So I'll tell you what my, my most enjoyable job so far, and I'll speak in terms of the perspective of what we're doing here. It's really been my role as an elder with the church. And my most enjoyable part is being, been being able to recognize a need of the community and then have the resources and support to help meet that need. So part of the resources are also the local nonprofit groups that we've partnered with and the support that we provide each other. This upcoming mental health awareness event that we're going to be talking about is such an opportunity. Uh, we've partnered with Hill Country Family Services, um, and we've worked together to recruit speakers and to gather materials, and we think it's really going to make an impact. And I'll, I'll tell you, that one of the most enjoyable parts of this is obviously being able to recognize the need and, and try to band together and do some good. But the partnerships we've had with some of these local organizations have really been fulfilling and we really help each other and really work together. And together we do a lot better than we could do by ourselves. So it's something that I've really enjoyed and seen as real positive influence. So <clears throat> I guess I'll, I'll speak personally how old I am. I, <laughs> I started this role uh, two years ago and I was 57, so I'm 59 now. Um, and I've been enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> All right, Pete. Uh, yes, thank, well, again, mirroring what Jay said, thank you very much for having us on. Uh, really happy to talk about this. So my profession, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and my wife and I moved to Bernie uh, about almost a year ago. And over the, over the years in the roles that I've had as a clin clinical social worker, it's really um, been about mental health. That's really been my focus, and I've tried to help meet the mental health needs of the of the clients that I've served, but also the communities that I've lived in. And so that experience that I've had has really helped me to recognize the mental health needs 
in the community, um, including here in Bernie and in Kendall County. And with mental health, you know, I think the, the mental health needs have always been there. We've always, uh, it's always been in existence. Um, but with COVID, that's really the, the stress from COVID has really brought a lot of that to the forefront. So you're seeing a lot more um, awareness, a lot more understanding. Um, definitely with um, parents and teenagers and young adults, really all of us. Um, and so this, this event that we're having, this mental health awareness event, really, um, I think, is a great idea because it will provide resources and information uh, to the community. And as far as my age, I'm uh, 56. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. So uh, I guess this first question is for Jay. Um, what is your role in Kendall County and what are you passionate about right now? So my role, as we talked about uh, a little earlier in this regard, is an elder at St. Mark Presbyterian Church in Bernie. And what's really, I feel exciting there is that um, Pete and I are both a part of the outreach mission at the church, and it's a real vibrant um, mission. We really have the support and resources from the church and work to really uh, find out what the needs are and, and meet those needs. And, and I think that um, the partnerships that we've forged with uh, local nonprofits and our work with Hill Country Family Services has really helped to um, uh, move that forward. So I think it really makes us feel good that we can play an important part in a local ecosystem. And I'll call it that because everyone plays a part in this. Um, they come from different perspectives and, and bring different resources, but the, the real uh, fantastic thing is we all work together. And I think we're all focused to try to make um, the lives of people better. And we've identified as Pete commented on that um, mental health and mental health awareness is a real issue out there. It hasn't always been given the um, mainstream um, uh, route, but I think there's an opportunity now to um, identify that it's a real issue and, and to try to make it more of a understandable and accessible um, option for people. Absolutely. So one of the one of the goals of this podcast, um, as we've kind of evolved, um, you know, we're in we're in season two, um, so this is year two of this podcast. And um, it's kind of evolved a little bit. And one of the big things, it's kind of been like my catchphrase, I feel like, but it's increasing awareness and decreasing stigma that, I mean, we're talking about, you know, behavioral health, really, right? <laughs> Substance use, we're talking about mental health, all of that. And that's just been my big thing that I've shared, you know, talking with all of the people that I've interviewed is, is that that's kind of my thing with this um, with this podcast. So that's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this event. So I'm excited that y'all are doing this. Um, so we'll move on to Pete. So why are you passionate about this? Well, so I've thought about this. I've always had a heart for mental health needs, um, both with the, you know, the people I've worked with, but also the community that I live in, but also, you know, in the country as a whole. And, you know, as far as why I have a heart for that, I, I was thinking about this earlier is why is that? I'm not really sure exactly why, other, other than I really am, am fascinated by people and why we do what we do. And, uh, and maybe it's also why I do what I do, but that, that's a story for another time. But um, so, but as far as mental health needs, um, not just here in the community, but also um, in the state and in the country, unfortunately, a lot of times, 
uh, those needs are kind of pushed to the back, pushed to the side. And um, we see a lot of stigma in our country, in our society, and unfortunately. And because of that, a lot of these needs are, are left unmet. And although I think we have made some strides, I really think we've you know, slowly but surely, I've seen it over the last 20 odd years that there's been a decrease in stigma, There's, but there's still a lot of work left to be done. Um, and so this, this event, our, our mental health awareness event is one opportunity to address this need within our community. And uh, again, I'm really excited that we're offering this. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be, it's going to be great to see the turnout, but then also to see the conversation of what's going to, what's happening at the event and then kind of what's kind of the aftermath, you know, what's going to come of this, because I feel like kind of like you were saying, this is just the beginning, you know, where this is, Mm -hmm. you know, we're getting the ball rolling and and we're really going to see some changes. I, I believe, I truly believe in Bernie and in Kendall County. I think we're going to all benefit in our community from this event. Yeah, hopefully. Yes. So going back to you, Jay, when did you get involved and why is it so important for the community? Well, early in the year, we got together and talked about our strategic plan for the year. What do we want to focus on and bring our resources to bear? And we met with uh, Stacy Allmanger, who is the leader of Hill Country Family Services. And we talked about, and they're very in tune with what's going on with um, the community and other nonprofits and what they see. And we talked about what she and her, her team saw as the biggest needs in the community right now. And she felt that it really was mental health and awareness and the ability to destigmatize and, and to take action and um, see it as, as a normal part of living that uh, things can, can, you can find help and get better. So we, we, we talked about partnering um, to sponsor an event where we could present mental health awareness and discuss the, the resources that are in the, the community that can help. And then that we saw that as a real opportunity. So we felt that we could take this on and work together and try to set up a, a forum, an event where we could really bring the right people together um, to speak to it and to hear the message and to really make a difference. And we felt that targeting this message to the area youth and young adults was an age group where we could really make a difference. Um, the statistics show that many mental health issues start when you are young. And this is the time when providing the right help can really make a difference in a young person's life. Um, and I think this is an opportunity. So um, that's how it all got started and kind of rolled from there. One of the interesting things that we saw was we reached out um, uh, through family services and through our own connections to people that would be interested in getting engaged uh, to be speakers. We got a very positive um, feedback on that. And people were very excited to to want to get involved and, and to speak and passionate about um, the elements that they could speak to. And that was very re- reassuring and encouraging that we were on the right path. Um, we spent some time with our, our own youth uh, group at our church at St. Mark and um, kind of rolled out early in the summer what our, our thinking was here and to yeah. see and really ask the same, this target age group, are we on the right track? And the <laughs> feedback was very positive as well. And we got some some good good response and felt that um, both from the speakers we were able to bring on board mm-hmm. and from kind of doing a bit of a, a focus group with our own youth group felt that we were on the right track. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know that you guys uh, kind of did a focus group with the youth and that and that's really how you do it because I mean, you know, anybody, you know, that's not a youth, we're, we're out of touch. We don't know. <laughs> so it's yeah. great that you, that you are able to utilize the youth group. Um, and I, I will say it's um, when you, when you talk about how people, you know, you have people coming and speaking about different things. I think that just goes to show our community just how we care for each other because, you know, it's if if a neighbor needs something, you know, us in the community, and I say that in, in general, but, you know, us in the community, do not hesitate to, yeah, here, let me help you. Right. And, and that's what I love about serving Kendall County and Bernie and, you know, whatever, you know, there's, you know, the difference between Bernie and Kendall County, but you know, it's still, that's one whole community. And I just, that's what I love about serving this community is everybody has a heart for people. They really yeah, do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Now back to you, Pete. Um, and of course I have to have a COVID question. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so how has COVID impacted your work? Um, and answers can be both positive or negative. And you kind of touched on this a little bit at the beginning, but go, mm-hmm. go ahead. Well, so one thing I wanted, you know, my job that I'm doing now, actually the mm-hmm. position I'm, I, I work at uh, university hospital, but I'm actually, I'm actually an employee of UT health San Antonio. And what I do here is the position was created to help provide support to staff members that were on the front line when COVID, you know, was so awful. And it's been interesting because um, even though that's what the position was created for initially, Mm -hmm. a lot of the issues that people are are bringing up are not necessarily specifically the stress Mm -hmm. from being on the floor, you know, with COVID. Um, And so, um, you know, I mean, COVID has really um, done a done a lot of things for on a lot of people, and it really one of the things. And I kind of mentioned it earlier, like like you said, is that mental health needs have always have always been here, and with COVID, um, that increase in stress that people were experiencing really, we saw an increase in depression, an increase in anxiety. Um, things like that. But also with that, we've also seen an increase um, in isolation. And I think some of that isolation still remains, even though, you know, we're seeing numbers of COVID decreasing and hopefully they keep going down. But, uh, um, and so again, this idea of people coping with mental health issues, a lot of times we don't seek out treatment because partly it's because of stigma, I think, because of the shame that, that, that maybe somebody has, or because of embarrassment, certain cultural, cultural groups have have certain um, beliefs and ideas on on mental health. And so that kind of prevents it. And, and, but I also think that part of the, the challenge and the struggle has been, where do we go for help? You know, what, what do we, where do we look for this? And so COVID really, you know, one of the effects is it pushed us to, to be aware of these issues and um, hopefully seek treatment where in the past, maybe we did. Mm-hmm. And definitely the youth and young people in our community um, have struggled 
really because COVID was something something new. Not obviously, none of us had ever experienced something yeah. like this before, and so we quote adults in quote we didn't know what we were doing, and mm-hmm. and so I think youth and and young people, obviously school-aged children who were forced to, to stay at home instead of being in school and just all, all of that has, has increased a, a lot of anxiety and depression and, and again this isolation that you're seeing that um, has been particularly difficult on on youth and young people um, because they're missing out on on friendship and connection which is really important not definitely, you know, during a time of development, but also, you know, as they get older, mm-hmm. um, as for my own work, um, I've definitely seen an increase in need in our community and, and that more people young and older are seeking out services. We've seen an explosion of, of, um, virtual therapy services, virtual counseling to help address these needs. Um, I've seen multiple reports, um, of, providers, counselors having wait lists that are months old, or maybe they're not accepting new people. And so there's just such this, you know, tremendous need that's out there. Um, But having said all that, um, to me, you know, the, the need is to decrease the stigma, but to also increase the information. And and so this event that we're going to be putting on really, again, is to provide information and resources to the community as a way to hopefully help address this, um, this tremendous need that we continue to see. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I've known a few, I know a few people who throughout COVID and kind of like here recently, you know, they, they used to go to therapy and, you know, they stopped because, you know, they were like, yeah, you know, I'm good. And, but then all of a sudden COVID hit and it, it's kind of like, I need to go back. I need help mm-hmm. because this yeah. is, it's a whole, like, kind of like you were saying, it's this whole other thing that none of us have experienced. None of us knew what to do, how to handle this, you know? And so it's, you know, we're all trying to figure it out. And, and so it's great to see that there's a lot, a lot of people going back to counseling or starting counseling. Um, but it's sad to, to hear that there's wait lists, you know, if yeah, people are yeah. ready, you know, and willing and trying to get the help, you know, we definitely want to help and make sure that everybody gets the help that they want and need and deserve. Definitely. Yep. So, Okay, so thinking of all the resources, Jay, and the events, of course, we have talked about y'all's wonderful event multiple times, but um, what do you see that is missing in our community? Well, I'll kind of build on some of Pete's comments, and then I'll talk a little more specifically about our event coming up. But I think some of the real needs are just to build an awareness that Mm -hmm. mental health issues are something that a lot of people deal with. And it's not a failing. It's just a failing if you don't reach out and get some help. And part of that, I think, where the needs are is to identify where are the resources and where can you reach out to for help. Um, Sometimes that's a friend or a parent. Um, with just an appreciation of how to listen sometimes that, that can provide a lot of help. Sometimes it's a teacher or a professional counselor. It really depends on, on your needs at the given time and identif- identifying that there's a need to talk to somebody and, and understanding the resources that are the right person to talk to. <clears throat> so our event is going to be planned for Wednesday, November 16th. We're going to be at the, the Bernie Public Library Outdoor Amphitheater. We're going to start at six o'clock, go for about an hour and a half. It's going to be a, a free event. 
And we've really brought in a number of impactful local leaders in this area, um, including uh, Coach Shannon Hendricks, who is the head football coach at Bernie High School, who's going to be speaking. Um, Dr. Michelle Holcomb, who's a local mental health counselor who works professionally with local clients, including youth, to help address mental health issues. Um, we have Heather Maloney. She's on the faculty of uh, Bernie School District and has work to provide counseling to uh, a number of students that, that needed support. And she's gonna present um, a testimonial of students that she's worked with and have gotten really gotten through their mental health issues and, and can speak to their, their path and their journey. Wow. We've got Amy Anderson from the Mental Health and Development Disability Centers, who's gonna speak about mental health first aid. And then Bryce Bodie, who's the Senior Director of Behavioral Health with Hill Country Family Services. And he's gonna be partnering with the Kendall County Sheriff in the city of Bernie, community resource, community resource officers, and talk about resources. Um, through this whole project, we've um, joined and been a part of the, the Kendall County Behavioral Health Initiative, which is a, a group of um, nonprofits, the, the school system, um, area churches have, have joined and been a part of it, and also, uh, the Sheriff's Department, the City of Bernie Police Department, they've brought on board these community resource officers. And um, uh, Sheriff or Sheriff Oxier has been one of the frequent attendees and said that if I can provide mental health support right at the time of need, that can be a, certainly a common denominator in some of the issues that we deal with. And if I can head off a problem before it gets bigger, that's the right time to address it. Um, so I think part of this is... Um, Talk about the awareness and um, that this is a, these are issues that people deal with and try to really put a, a, a positive view on that, but then identify where are the resources um, that people can turn to. And we're going to have people there that could speak to it um, and be available after the event as well um, to connect with anyone that wants more information. Yes, absolutely. And so for our listeners, if you remember back in what was that November last year, we had Dr. Holcomb actually on the podcast. So if you remember, she would she came and spoke. So if you are in, in the area and you want to come to the event, you will actually be able to meet her in person. So that is awesome um, to have somebody from the podcast be there. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, okay. So Pete, is there anything that I missed? Do you have any, up, any other upcoming events that you would like to discuss? So, well, the name of this event, um, it, the name of it is called Seize the Awkward. And um, I, I know we've put out um, some press in the Bernie Star and I think the Hill Country Reporter, if I'm saying that right, it's the Hill Country newspaper. There's there's an yeah. article in both of those. But anyway, so Seize the Awkward is the name of the event. And people may be wondering, what, why is it called that? Well, there's an organization and I was researching them a little bit. And I don't know exactly where they're out of what, you know, where they're located, but um, their name is Seize the Awkward and their, and, and their focus is really um, providing resources to people to have those sometimes awkward conversations about mental health. And that's really their focus is having conversations uh, with each other, you know, reaching out to, to friends, reaching out to family, um, providing support to one another. And so 
we've partnered with them to provide some of this information to our own community. And so the website is seizetheawkward.org and it's a good place uh, definitely to get some information about how to talk about mental health issues. And so I think that um, a lot of times, sometimes we just don't know what to say or, or, or how to say, and it can be uncomfortable and it can be, as the website says, awkward. And so um, this is a way to, to hopefully facilitate some of that discussion. So we're, we're, we're using some of their resources. We're using, as Jay mentioned, um, speakers, you know, within our community. Um, and so my hope, you know, and goal is that one day that we as a society, we as a community, um, will be able to talk about mental health issues the way that we do about physical health issues, such as um, high blood pressure or diabetes. You know, there won't be this um, stigma associated with um, mental health issues. Um, We've definitely made some progress, as I said, but uh, we continue to have work to do. Um, And as Jay mentioned, um, after the event, there will be representatives of local resources to provide information uh, to connect with anyone in the audience that wants to know some more information. Um, And the last thing, I don't know if... Jay mentioned it or not, there is food at this event. So if you haven't eaten dinner and you want to eat something, I think it's pizza, I believe. Yeah, and we'll uh, do our best to get a good pizza. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so. I think, yeah. You know, so um, I haven't been able, I haven't given you guys this feedback, but so, you know, my coalition, we meet once a month. And uh, just last month is the first time that I got the, um, the graphic, I can't even think of the word, um, the graphic, and I shared it with a coalition. Of course, you know, it caught their eye because they see it on my agenda and they're like, what's this? And, and I was like, I was like, you know, just wait, you know, when we get to that part in the agenda, I'll explain. And so I think, you know, whoever did the graphic who, you know, and just that sees the awkward, you know, that's like, what is that? And so it's such a great name, such a great graphic that, you know, it catches people's eye and they want to know more. And then they, and then they learn what it's about. And, you know, people are like, I'm sold, like, I'm going to be there for the event. So I, I anticipate that it's going to be a phenomenal event. Um, It's, you know, it's, exactly what the community has been talking about wanting to do as far as like, okay, there's this need, you know, we have this gap, how can we fill it? And, you know, y'all are, y'all are getting, y'all are stepping up and and taking care of it. You know, like I said earlier, it's kind of like the, we're getting the ball rolling and it's, you know, we're Mm -hmm. only going to see what, you know, where we're going to go from here. So that's, it's going to be amazing just to see how the community grows from this. So lastly, how can somebody listening to this podcast connect with you? Well, um, I'd be very willing and interested in, in mm-hmm. connecting with anyone who's got questions or wants to learn more. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you're going to put um, the contact information down below. Yes. But they can reach me on my email. It's uh, j.mackelhoney. And you can see the spelling down below. It's not the easiest to spell. <laughs> but um, at gvtc.com and if anyone has any questions or wants to learn more just send me an email and i'll follow up with you okay. yeah s- same with me and my my email is quigson2 it's q-u-i-g-s-o-n and then the number two and it's at yahoo.com 
All right. And I will have that in the show notes um, so that because either one of those are going to be hard to um, catch and spell. <laughs> right. so that will be in the show notes for sure. Um, but I just want to thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. But I again, I'm I'm very excited about the Oh, and anybody who's listening, I'll be at the event. So come by and say hi. Um but uh, thank you guys so much. Um, thank this you. Has been, this has yeah. been super, super helpful. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. If you are interested in joining the coalition or being on an episode of the podcast, you can call 210-225-4741. That's 210-225-4741. Or email coalition at cicada.org. That's C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N at S-A-C-A-D-A dot O-R-G. Or check us out on Facebook, search for Kendall County Community Coalition or facebook.com slash Kendall County Community Coalition. Thank you. We'll see you next time and stay safe.